Hi. My name is Justin. This is, uh, what the hell did we want to call this? Tatton and Chatton with Face Tats oh, with Face Tats McGee. That was ABBA. Uh, here today with Jeremy Johnson. Uh, yeah. He just gestured, but he... <laughs> we don't... Like, the microphone doesn't pick up video. Whatever works on me. Um, <laughs> so, uh, it's super awkward. Uh, I guess I'm not really sure what to talk about, but... Uh, uh, I find it consistently helps is just to start and not care. Candid. You know? I think we were literally just discussing how important being candid and vulnerable with things is. Abel, you do me a favor real quick. You grab that uh, charger cable and run it around over here to this plug and plug it into my iPad. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I guess I'm tapping and chatting with Faith Tats Uh If you don't know me already, uh, I own the Murder Art Collective. And uh, a public speaking coaching business called the Murder Mentality. Uh, ironically enough, I'm tattooing a crow right now, which is why my shop is named the Murder, uh, because I happen to love crows a lot. They're really amazing little animals. They're actually highly community and family oriented. They teach each other stuff. They've got weird little proclivities that are actually quite similar to humans in some ways. Um, but as a whole, they're just cool animals. I love them. Uh, also, uh, you know, I, I just like the idea of, you know, like if, if I get backed into a corner and I will consistently just kill everything until I win and, uh, seems pretty important, I guess, in and of itself. Uh, hopefully this is recording. Do you think you need to be close to that? Cause you like literally talked into it. Is that hitting high enough volume rates there? It looks like it, I guess, decibel wise. Mm -hmm. Audacity, whatever the hell that means. Is that the app we're using? Yeah. yeah okay, cool. <laughs> There's a plug for you guys. Um, fuck. Uh, I, mean, I guess just authenticity, vulnerability. Uh, I talk with my clients a lot. Um, I, I don't know. I, I have a really difficult like time shutting the fuck up, pretty much. It's, I just don't know how to not to talk. So. Um, <laughs> we've got... Lacey over here, who is the uh, silent peanut gallery, uh, currently nodding her head as well. Um, she's a huge supporter for the shop, my uh, lady, and uh, piercer extraordinaire. I don't know how not to be awkward. It's like the only thing I'm good at. Uh, shit, I don't see, like, as soon as the, the fucking recording comes on, like, I don't even know what to talk about anymore, like, because it's, like, when it's, like, not candid, it's harder, like, I almost feel like somebody's trying to set this stuff up in the background, and then it feels less planned, um, but, I don't know, why don't you chime in? Okay, well, her back's fucked up right now, so, she's not participating, which is fine. Consistency. That's good. Consistency will help you get it. Persistence will help you get it. Consistency will help you keep it. Well, 
that's pretty much uh, ties directly into what we were talking about just a minute ago, which is awesome. That uh, it's about who you become on the journey, not who you are uh, right now. Because, uh, like I was saying, like you know, you get people that win huge amounts of money or fucking just come into massive amounts of money and they fucking ruin their life, die, overdose, get in a car wreck, whatever the shit. Because what's happened is that they have come into a massive amount of, basically, uh, uh, power. I don't know how else to say it. Like, money's not necessarily power, but it's a physical representation of social influence. And uh, most people don't know what to fucking do with that. And uh, so, you know, if you want to become a millionaire, the trick is to become a millionaire in your mind first, and then the money will just be attracted to you. If you want to be a uh, good father... Think about it in your mind what the fuck it looks like to be a good father. We've been talking about that all day, you know, and then just go be that. You know, um, if my son came in here talking about some cool opportunities he wanted to do with like a GoPro and tattooing. Once he started tattooing, and immediately I was like, well, why don't we go ahead and have you start doing that now? You know, what's holding you back now? I guess, you know, the concepts we're talking about are not so. Uh, like everybody knows this shit, really. And if they pretend like they don't, it's because they're choosing not to. But um, like, I guess we'll get, let's just get authentic about it, man. Like, I struggle with planning. I am not good at planning. And I guess when I say stuff like I'm not good at planning, I'm reinforcing that belief in myself, yeah. which is not great. But I'm, uh, I like to think that right now it's working pretty well when I focus on my uh, objective and getting there rather than all of the uh, minute fine details of how that's going to happen. You kept, you know, you said earlier on about that, making that sign in your house that said, believe in opportunity. Um, I guess I just believe so thoroughly that um, I will find a way to achieve what I'm looking to achieve. It's, it's not about like, having that fucking information in advance you know when Edison set out to make the first incandescent light bulb he didn't fucking know what that looked like he didn't know what it was going to take it took what like a thousand experiments before he fucking finally got one that wasn't a total failure and uh, um, it was his belief that it could be done that eventually did it. I think Henry Ford did the same thing with a single uh, single cast mold big block V8 yeah. um, because people were like there's no fucking way and it took him like whole bunch of tries and he's just like look I don't care how you do it I just believe that it can be done so make it happen and eventually it happened despite yeah, the fact can, that can. Yeah. despite the fact that his engineers said it's not yeah. physically possible I'm sure they also probably thought it was not physically possible to make a computer in your hand but here we stand yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know I uh, shit that, that, that's such a huge topic consistency persistence man uh, that's, I'd say, 99% of everybody's fucking biggest problem is that they don't they don't stay persistent when they don't see immediate fucking outcomes. Like, people like, I want to be successful, so they try for a fucking week and it doesn't work, and yeah. they're like, the world's against me. And they give up. Yeah. Which, because they didn't believe you know, that it was possible. They just thought it might be. Which is a good first stepping stone, but... Uh, I don't know, that's a pretty entitled ass way to look at it, in my opinion, when you think about it. Like, oh, I, you know, I tried for a fucking week and it didn't work. And I used to be as entitled as it comes, so. I see failure is like, 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 just the greatest learning experience and, there and, is. And you, and you, but you can always watch it. And, 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 and it was claims in the day to start over. Yeah. 
see, well, well, here's a good example too. Nobody fucking talks about those thousand incandescent light bulb failures mm-hmm. that Edison had that um, that failed. They're not like, man, what a loser. He kept doing that a thousand times. They're actually what they say is like, what a bad motherfucker because he right. kept doing it despite failing a thousand times. You know, Jordan, Michael Jordan was not the most naturally fucking gifted basketball player, but what he was was consistent with his practice and persistent that if he fucking put enough work off the court that when he was on the court, it wouldn't fucking matter. Right. Nobody says, oh, you know, like with Babe Ruth and some of the greatest home run hitters of all time, they're never like, oh, yeah, by the way, that guy missed more balls than he ever fucking caught a hold of. But because he caught a hold of enough of them to fucking set that record, (laughs) that's what they fucking remember. Failing your way to the top. You will fail your way to the top. You will not succeed your way to the top. Success is a... It's like, you know, it's like a stain, it's like a scar, you know. When you hit that, that's your reminder of how hard you work, and it's going to be there. You know, let's see, it's it's your reminder. It's going to get you where you get. I mean, our minds build calluses the same way. I mean, think of the first time that, like, you had your fucking heart broken when you were a fucking kid, like, by a girl or something like that, man. Holy shit, dog, like. Fuck, man. I thought, like, when I was, like, 16 or 17 when a girl broke up with me, I thought I was, like, literally going to die. Like, oh, my God. Like, how does how do people cope with living the rest of their life knowing that, that their girlfriend left them? And it was like, bro, because you got, like, you only got, like, you're not even in the first quarter yet. You're, like, you're still in the fucking locker room right now. And you're fucking expected to be able to understand what it feels like being in the fourth quarter fucking crushing it. Then you get a second. And then the same damn thing happens. You learn from the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But as it happens more and more often, man, like, I'm not saying it doesn't hurt when fucking shit falls apart for me now, because it absolutely does. But what I do say is that it doesn't send me to pieces anymore, you know. My reaction to it is like, okay, check that off the list. Let's fucking find the next thing, you know. Um, like, that's what me and, me and Lacey have talked about that, like, abundantly about, uh, you know, that we're both complete without one another and that it's just awesome that we get to share each other's lives you know what i mean like i'm not saying that i think that we're ever going to break up but if we did both of us would continue living we wouldn't fucking be like oh my god i'm going to shut down and never fucking function again but it sucked absolutely but her heart broke like her back pain. yeah <laughs> forever she'd never Big she'd time. never recover from yeah, it yeah that'd be the worst pain Like, life's a trip for sure, though. It's a, I think, you know, like I said in that live video earlier, too, it's like a gratitude test. You know, how how grateful can you choose to be for what you already have, you know? Because life throws so many opportunities to you. You know, you just got to be, you know, you just got to be, you know, you just got to be there, you know. I don't know what it looks for, but I mean, it throws opportunities to you. You just got to be one. Well, that's a good point. I mean, think about like uh, like with that same metaphor with like the girlfriend thing earlier. Like, yeah. while we're busy crying about the girl that left us, there's probably 20 other women that are better fit that are yes. interested in you. Yes. That you're never going to meet as long as you sit and pine away about some girl that see, broke most, your heart. You know? Most of them, uh, like I've noticed, most of them go for uh, looks and this and this and that. But where does looks always get? When you get, you know, they don't get you nowhere. Just you know, because you're always. Then you, then your mind changes. Then you're always worried about this, and you got to do it. Then you're not. I mean, you're never happy. You know, it just, it just go. Like I always told my kids, I said, you know, I always chose an independent woman. She can make it with me or make it without. Oh, dude, that's amazing. It hits different for sure, dog. Yeah. Plus, like a one of my favorite uh, phrases that, that I've heard so much since I came to Kentucky, but never when I was in uh, Utah. 
it just sounds good. Yeah. And people are like, oh yeah, sounds good, dog. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. real good. But I we, yeah, you do absolutely. And what I've come to believe is that you know it's it's like when you're putting a nice veneer on something, yes. like what, you're explaining away something that you know we all know is some bullshit. Um, but I think the physical appearance, you know, while important, you do need to be attractive to the person you're a partner oh, with. Yeah. But um, what I've learned, you know, after my 37 years, is that I just like women. Like I like yes. women, period. And that it's there's not an archetype that I'm particularly attracted to or not, but that I find like literally like I find new stuff that I'm attracted to with Lacey every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, stuff that, like, I ne- was never like, oh, yeah, I find those things attractive in women. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just because, it, but it's like, it's part of her, and so I find it attractive anyway. And, um, but more importantly, that when you go for looks, uh, it's just like some veneers on some shit, man. Like, those are just the fucking side panels on a building. Right. And a lot of people put a lot of effort into fucking looking good, but put zero effort on the inside. So you might have the nicest looking house on the fucking block, but you go inside, and it's a trap house. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, like, shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, you know, you know, you gotta like you said, you gotta have what what's attracts to you, not where you can go out in public and have the trophy to show off. Mm. So you don't need that. Correct. No. Correct. But yeah, no, it's kind of an interesting thought process, though, man. Like, I mean, and uh, I mean, we attract what we are. You know, if you are persistent, you tend to attract people that are persistent, like. People that aren't what you are are so unattracted to what you actually are mm-hmm. are that they almost run away from it. Like, you know, when you're an like aggressively honest person, it makes other people who are not honest run for the fucking hills yeah. because it makes them so fucking uncomfortable. And just the same way, like, when you're aggressively a fucking liar, I'm so unattracted to that fucking personality trait that I run for the hills. Like, when we're not, when we don't see yeah. things that we value in other people, we don't make ourselves part of their life, but... Um, I mean, I'm not saying if you're a liar or something that you're like an invaluable human being, but I'm saying that you have very invaluable habits, you know, um, and those are things that we should absolutely work on changing, but that's a well, paradigm shift. That's belief stuff. We've been on you top know, of that. Another, another tra- attraction is like you got some one individual, male or female, that they, they want to be something, but they can't find the courage to do mm-hmm. it. And they get, and they see somebody else like, like long, a long time ago, I used to have a person say that, you know, uh, they follow the signs and stuff, you know, like they, they, like we're a Scorpio and stuff like that. There, so they said you're a, a manipulator, you know, like the words or something. I forgot what they said, but they, they couldn't find the courage to do it, but they but they attracted them, you know, you know, like they fed off your strength yeah. to their weakness. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you ne- you'll never run out of energy. Yeah, that's the weirdest part about it, man. Is where I was like, oh, I'm too tired. I don't have the energy. But like, let's just say, like, you know. As weird as it sounds, it's a weird metaphor, but like, right, so if you're too tired, you get home, you don't, you don't have the energy to deal with your kids or whatever, but one of your kids runs around the corner and they're holding a puppy that dead ass reminds you just like uh, of the puppy that you got when you were a little kid right. or whatever, and you just get that hit, like, oh my god, that's so amazing, and all of a sudden, all of this energy just appears out of fucking nowhere for yes. you, which means that it isn't, like, uh, let's put it like, alertness is a finite resource, yes. energy is not. You know, like, I've never, like, woken up one day and be like, fuck, man, I used too much of my love quotient this week. I just don't have enough love for my partner or my kids or, fuck, I can't love anything, man. I'm out. Right. You know, um, but that's how people act. Like, they act like it's a finite resource. And I think, actually, that it is finite until you realize that you have to give it to people. Like, exactly. Like, have you ever felt love for your wife the way, or let me rephrase this, have you ever felt love from her in that weird, 
kind of warming, just like really important way that you feel when you're giving it to her. Because I don't. Yes. Like I'm not saying like I'm not saying that it's not there, but I can't experience somebody else's love. I can only experience the outpouring of yes. that, like the 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 respect or the fucking the care, the, all the stuff like that. But the actual emotion of it, I only feel when I'm giving it to somebody. See, that, exactly. That's that's exactly how I yeah. That's weird. I can I can connect with that. And so it's, it's, it's me. It's it's really free, but it's, it's real. I think it's everybody, man. I feel like that's why when you see people that are miserable, they they're not ever out there helping other people. But when you see people that are always out there helping somebody, they're fucking stoked to be alive. Some of the saddest people I fucking know. Let me rephrase that. Some of the people that have the biggest struggles that I've ever known are also some of the most giving people you'll ever run into, um, because they realize that that they have to do that to feel good about themselves and I. The more I realize how easy it is to modify how I feel by taking action on the world around me in a positive way, the more I feel like a hateful, angry piece of shit yeah. and act like a hateful, hateful, angry piece of shit when I don't do those things. When I don't do a live video or I don't do like a little thing or don't make some sort of post where I'm like trying to give away some sort of positive, helpful influence to the world, I actually feel myself get negative. Like I can tell that it's happening to yeah. the degree where I almost have to excuse myself from tattooing and be like, can I go do something real quickly yeah. so I feel better about my life? <laughs> you know, it's like we got so much uh, 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 trying to do uh, relationship problems. Hey, you're going to have sessions in here soon. <laughs> you know, just tattooing while you're uh, helping counseling. <laughs> mm -hmm. Fuck, man. But I mean, you know, and then that's when you get your doctor. You know, doctor. Bro, that's for real. I'm I'm doing yeah. that. There's no way, man. I, thank you for reminding me that yes. doctor face tats McGee. I can't wait. I actually was sitting in the bathroom earlier on, man, <laughs> yeah. and like I wrote on the wall because I did all the graffiti in the bathroom there, and I wrote on one of them. JMFH. Yes. Because uh, Cassie always said, Oh, you're Justin motherfucking Hadlock. So I started signing shit with J Justin MF Hadlock. Yeah. And I'm seriously taking the consideration of changing that legally yeah. to MF. Yep. <laughs> well, what's your middle name, MF? What? Can you fill it on the blank yourself? <laughs> but. <laughs> I don't know. This is bold, man. You know. Life is for the bold. It's really like, I mean, like, I'm not saying that, like, here, okay. Do you know, like, have you ever heard the old Bible phrase that the meek shall inherit the earth? Yes. Okay, well, there's an interesting thing that it has to do with translations. Meek doesn't mean weak. Yeah. And it doesn't mean people that are, um, what, like, Jordan Peterson says a lot, where he's like, you're not actually harmless, or you're not actually like a, what's the word, like necessarily a good person unless you're capable of being a bad person because good people understand that they have negative and positive sides and they choose to be positive because otherwise what you are is harmless. You're basically a, a rabbit, which is cute and fluffy, mm -hmm. but doesn't have any moral high ground. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but if you're a wolf that chooses not to prey upon fucking things, if you're a barbarian or a warrior or a fucking monster that chooses not to prey upon things that are, um, unable to defend themselves and to be a civilized good person mm -hmm. that has a lot of virtue in it. You know, I think that's why so many people that are like warriors or vets and stuff like that have a totally different perspective. They just carry themselves differently. Yes. You notice it, man. They're yes. just different type of people. Bro. Um, especially with like your son being a Marine, I'm sure you see a lot yeah. of that kind of stuff in the way he just behaves and stuff as a person. Yes. Um, and, uh, uh, so it's like, as we come along, we start to realize that we can't just be, Weak, because what the translation of meek really comes to is it's kind of a little bit of a long one, but it's the idea that um, the meek are people who are like great swordsmen and great warriors and just massively powerful people that don't draw their swords. Right. 
i.e. they're capable of it, but they keep the world together through their, their willingness to work through their problems without having to resort to violence. But that violence is, if it comes down to it, yeah. still an option. Yeah. Because, just like Starship, Starship Troopers said, man, like realistically speaking, it is a supreme authority. I'm not saying that we should ever have to turn to violence. But if you have to, like, what else are you going to do, man? Like, if somebody's taking away your liberties, freedoms, the lives of your people and stuff like that, do you reason with them or do you hit them so fucking hard that they fucking never, ever want to see or hear your fucking name ever again? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's just, just facts. Exactly how that shit works, though. You know, like, it would be nice if we lived in a world where fucking violence wasn't that authority, but it's actually... Fuck that. I'm not even going to say it would be nice, man. I think that because we live in a in a world where it is such a powerful tool, not using it makes it such a more powerful action in those cases, you know, like, and, you know, to be fair, like backing something up with a threat of violence is a, a massively powerful thing, man. Like there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of, uh, baby's moms and, uh, baby's dads that are in league with what the court says, because the threat of whatever action the court will fucking bring on them if they don't behave under, under the fucking aforementioned, uh, uh, agreement yes. is, you know, like, that's what, that's what laws are, essentially. I mean, it's not, you know, I, I think that we should have certain things legal that aren't, and I think certain things that are legal shouldn't be, but the idea is that we've agreed as a society that if you don't do this thing, that we will fuck your shit up yeah. until you decide that it's good. Like, prison is a fucking act of violence on somebody's freedom so that they fucking, yes. hopefully, I'm not saying it works, but hopefully fucking, you know, find the error of their ways. Yes. And find the peace out of it. It doesn't work most of the time, but no. it's, it's the it's the principle here, I guess, that we're talking about in, in, in practice is you know maybe not as perfect as the, the idea of it. Weird shit. Life is a trip. How long is it? Twenty five minutes. I mean, sometimes podcasts go for hours, bro. I mean, literally, I could fucking talk for hours on this shit, but sorry, guys, I guess. Uh, if you're following this now, you should also follow my other podcast, The Murder Mentality, uh, where we take the recordings from my daily live videos on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and TikTok, and upload them for your listening, and I guess not viewing, so just listening pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> this is a whole new level of cool upgrade in my life, you know. And speaking of persistence, dog, like, I remember fucking living in a trailer in um, Grassy Creek. <laughs> the, you know, it was like, you know that trailer park when you turn on uh, uh, Grassy Creek and there's like the fucking sawmill? And, yeah. And then as you head up that, that road, there's like a trailer park that's like directly on the left. I think it's like the first one. And uh, that I remember there just being so much dope going on in that oh, fucking trailer yeah. park, man. My, my fucking trailer rotted from the inside out and one of my fucking girlfriends fell through the fucking floor of it when she came over and we fucked. Like, it was so embarrassing. She kept coming over, though, so I mean, I guess I must have laid some decent pipe, but... Um, <laughs> but it was like... It was definitely like, uh... Yeah, it was it was, it was was seedy as fuck, and now here I find myself in a, you know, a shop that I pay fucking a lot, like, I don't know, like $50,000 a year for. Yeah, a year. Um... Uh, and, uh, like, damn, what a fucking, what a fucking life, you know? It's, it's a trip. Amazing, though, if you can take that 50000 a year, like, like, as you're doing this, that maybe you can put that to your own, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Make it an empire, man. Yeah, make your own building, you own your own. I'd like to have several fucking tattoo shops. I've already talked oh, about yeah. I'm already, I'm already in some talks right now about franchising and doing another fucking area here in Kentucky. 
I will probably be early next year before any fucking action of any kind gets starting to take on that shit because yeah. I have to, you know. My, one of my biggest, most difficult things is that despite what I just talked about, having seen all that perspective from fucking growing that much, I also struggle with fucking patience real, yeah, real hard because I have this really powerful vision that just grabs a hold of me and makes me want to run through motherfucking walls. Yes. But patience is not a virtue for me right now. It is, but it's not one that I'm having an easy time practicing. Yeah, most of the time when I, get that, when I want to do something, I want something, I need something, I need to get out of there. I want Urgent. To, I just need to do it then. Mm-hmm. That's real. Because if not, then you have all these little voices. Or you got be, you know, you always got, I mean, I always want to talk to y'all over doing this and this and that. And yeah, I want to attack it right in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That way you get your flaws out, work through your flaws, and you see it, build upon everything. I don't know, fucking, tell me about some shit, man, I don't fucking, we'll just try to keep this going for you. Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking some stuff, uh, you know, it would be pretty cool on this podcast, too, if you had actually, like, like your own radio show, you had some people calling in, oh, and be cool. be able to listen to it, you know? Gary Vee does some shit like that, big shout out to Gary Vee. Yeah, my brother, bad, bad motherfucker, for sure, about this shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, that'd be definitely cool, man, I've definitely, that's one of the things I love about TikTok Live, is that the people on there are definitely engage yeah yeah it'd be pretty cool and if they can convince that you can actually hear somebody you can like, get a click on the it's button or something like that it's in know? the process man i promise yeah, you there's yeah. a couple of, there's a uh uh app that i'm part of that i should probably participate in a lot more called um uh uh, 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 uh clubhouse and okay. it's literally it's like thing, it's like the equivalent of a chat room mm-hmm. but it's audio and everybody dials in and they fucking, like, you'll get, like, speakers. Yeah. Literally, you can get into groups with, like, Grant Cardone. You can get into groups with, like, any fucking type of expertise you could want. There's fucking home building. Like, it, it's pretty wild, man. But it's definitely, it's already, it's already currently happening. That's like, good. and that was a big prediction of Gary Vee, actually, recently, was that he's like, you're going to watch everything start to convert to voice. And the sooner you can start to embrace that, the better. Which makes me on to my next thought process that I need to stay a lot more consistent with seizing a hold of shit like that but that's also an aspect of me thinking I'm not doing good enough even though I'm fucking you know four years ago I guess five years ago I was fucking smoking crack in fucking trap houses so I feel like you know clearing 250-300k in fucking uh, in a year for the first year of a business is pretty pretty solid I mean it's it's not all take on but you know you sit there and you get to still have to read it you know and you can click on a person that way you can listen to them instead of like talking over each other. Yeah, that's how they do it, man. It's, it's fucking wild. Badass. It's super wild. If you want, I'll invite you to it. It's just yeah. fucking, it's a, it's like an invite only platform right now. You know, I think you get like a certain amount of invites and like you can fucking get like levels on it and stuff like that. I have a whole bunch of friends that are participating in it massively constantly, but I, I stopped as much because mm-hmm. what I felt like I was doing was I was inundating myself with too much information. Mm-hmm. And then I need to back off a little bit and focus more on like what I could focus on currently. Right. But I've learned some great branding shit there, man. Like some massive, massive branding shit. Like stop, stop fucking putting my uh, 
uh, changing my profile picture all the time and just use the same fucking thing on every platform that I have and, right. and leave it up on every platform that I have. So when people see me, they're like, oh, that's the same dude from Facebook. Oh, that's the same dude from Instagram. I don't right. know who this is. Yeah. That's, like you, that's like your buddy in, in Utah. You know, like, that's my tattoo. Yeah, yeah. That's for real. That's for real. It's easy to recognize my face. <laughs> <laughs> that's so wild. Hey, should check out this tattooer that's in Kentucky. He's so cool. I'm like, bitch, that's my tattoo artist. He just moved out of Utah. <laughs> I'm gonna hit some lights in this man. I don't know if I can probably almost be done with the crow. Who would ever thought that just not being able to shut up is a fucking such an asset that eventually it would fucking turn into something like a podcast. Yeah, some, people, some people want to listen because they're just like, you know, they might listen for hours and not hear nothing what they want to hear, but the patience, patience is what they need and then all of a sudden they hear that, that one thing that they want to hear mm-hmm. that will like make that day or make that drive, you know, mm-hmm. what they need to do to complete what they, they set out to do. Yeah, yeah, that's real. That's real. And it's funny how some people were poor. Some people are well. Yeah, they listen to eight hours listen to a conversation for that eight hours and one minute. That's yeah. all they needed was that one minute. Yeah, that persistence. <laughs> I find the stuff that works for me really good because I'm so concentrated on fucking learning who I am. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been really limiting how much different stuff I listen to lately and fucking only find the stuff that just fucking gets me just like hyphy as fuck mm-hmm. and then let the answers come to me, you know, through whatever I'm doing day to day. Um, Rather than being like, oh, I need to have something that fucking gives me the idea on how to do this or how to do that. Because uh, what I've learned through branding is that the branding is all about authenticity. And that um, the only person who can tell me how to be authentically me is me. (laughs) I have to consult myself for answers to that take in order for that trip. You know, it's a life is definitely weird, but it's it's amazing how... Little you really know about yourself until you start asking yourself, like, what the fuck do I like? You know, like, I had this weird fucking thing I realized last night. I was, like, eating some fucking vegetables with this fucking stuff we ordered from the Cheesecake Factory. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I fucking hate these vegetables. That sounds weird, man, but I was homeless for a long time, man, so I had to learn how to eat whatever the fuck was in front of me. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I was like, man, I'm a garbage gut, not because I fucking like everything, but because I'll fucking eat anything because I I, I went so long without eating sometimes. And I was like, man, life ain't like that anymore, man. When I order shit, I'm going to make sure it's the stuff that I actually enjoy fucking eating. Because I just noticed it was just like one of those things where I was like, man, you know what I haven't eaten in a long time? And I fucking, I don't even remember what it was, but the immediate thought afterwards was like, I fucking hate that shit. <laughs> and I never say I hate food, yeah. ever. I love food, man. But there's just some foods that I would just put up with because it was like, you know, what there was. You know, I, I was sitting to think about that conversation where I heard about relationships. But, you know, it's like my wife, you know. It's like, I know, I mean, I, I knew her for a long time since growing up. And, you know, we've been together for 16 years. It's like she completes me, you know, in a way. You know, it's like I can feed off her anger, or mm-hmm. I can feed, or even she's sitting there. She's like a motivation because I can feed off that, and then it's like she listens. Mm-hmm. And like I can talk to her and then start talking, and then I can make like many words can cut like a mic. She feeds off the same thing. Mm-hmm. How long are we doing this for? 
It's been oh, for wow. 30 minutes. I'm always wondering. I'm going to call it at that one for now and we'll just start getting more. Maybe we get more candid with it and more comfortable yeah. in front of the camera or a camera, microphone, whatever. Like I said, signing out. Signing out. So Ava feels better about it.